Hello everyone, I'm Vicky. And I'm Nikki, and welcome to our K-pop fangirl life. Um, so Nikki and I are actually two friends who met through K-pop, um, and we're now real life best friends. And so we actually really love to talk about everything in life, but specifically we love to talk about K-pop. We talk about it every day. And so we felt like starting a podcast would be a great way to kind of fuel this uh, conversation and to just have a fun chance to just talk about K-pop and hopefully find people who relate and can talk to us about it as well. And so um, we are talking about different aspects of K-pop, but specifically talking about the fangirl life. Um, and of course, we want you, the listener, to interact with us as much as possible. So please find us on all our social medias and come chat with us, you know, give, your, give us your thoughts and... Um, you know, do you agree? Do you disagree on topics that we talk about or like what things you want to hear us talk about? And uh, we would love to incorporate your comments and questions into our shows as much as possible. So we would love to hear from you. And our plan is to ideally have short episodes that run about 20 to 30 minutes. Um, but today might be a little bit longer because we just have so much to cover up front. On today's episode, we'll be doing a recap of 2019, but we're going to start with introductions. So I am Nikki. I am 34 years old from Boston, Massachusetts, and I am a K-pop fangirl. I have been a fangirl of boy bands my entire life, starting with New Kids on the Block when I was three, going up to NSYNC, Backstreet, I mean, you name it, I was a fan of them. Um, And then I discovered K-pop in 2018 and then fell down the black hole. So (laughs) um, now I have a million groups that I like, and specifically it would be BTS would be my number one, Monster X, Seventeen, um, EXO, and a few others. So once we decide to get into more of the groups itself, you know, we will give you all of our biases and kind of dig a little bit deeper. We sure will. (laughs) We will have, let me have Vicky introduce herself. Um, so I am Vicky. I am 29. Um, I was actually born in Brazil and um, have been in the United States for the last like 18 years or something. Um, I, like Nikki, have also been a fan of boy bands for a long time. I mean, I've done, you know, the whole Backstreet Boys, um, One Direction, and so many more. Um, and I discovered k-pop at the end of 2018 so towards uh november actually november 2nd was the day that i officially started standing bts and um i am beyond grateful to have found bts because through them i also found a whole other genre of music that i had no idea about in the world and now um (laughs) i actually stand about 12 different groups and so um both nikki and i mostly stand uh boy groups so a lot of the time that's probably what we'll be talking about will be boy groups um with the occasional you know we'll bring in a little girl group a little bit here and there um we both like for example we both really love mama moo we think they're awesome women and so we want to support that as well um so you know we have a lot to talk about we have a lot to cover today so let's jump on in into talking about this year, right? So 2019 was a huge year for K-pop. Um, I think, Nikki, you would agree with that. Yes, very, very <laughs> big year for K-pop, especially here in the in the U.S. Yes, it's probably when it started to become a lot more mainstream and people actually know what K-pop is and people know the name BTS. They might not know a song, but they've heard the name. Um, and so 
today we're going to start off talking about the most recent occurrences in K-pop, which have been the, the award shows, right? So we just had the Mnet Asian Music Awards, and we just had the Melon Music Awards. Um, and Nikki and I actually both <laughs> crazily woke up really early like to watch it. 3.45 a.m. <laughs> Um, and you know, we were both on our laptops watching, uh, live streams in our respective homes. And, um, so I think for me personally, when I think of the award shows, now that I've actually had a chance to watch them, because when I got into them in 2018, it was like right in the midst of it. And I didn't really get to really dive into the award shows, but I think the really cool thing about the award shows comparatively to like us uh, shows is there's such more of an emphasis on the performances themselves. Um, yeah, and they also, too, it's bigger on K-pop shows because they have a storyline that they have to tell. They have the VCRs. They have, you know, everything imaginable for yeah. um, the performance itself, especially with BTS. So it's just, it's it's amazing. You never know what you're going to get. Absolutely, ever, yeah. Ever. And I feel like sometimes those are the biggest performances you mm-hmm. get in the year is those award shows. And so, at least for me, that's what I was really excited about watching this year mm-hmm. was the performances and, like, what is BTS going to come with out this year? And, like, we also were two really big fans of Seventeen. And so we knew Seventeen was performing at MAMA, and we were so excited to see what they were going to come up with as well. Um, so I would say we were not disappointed. No, not at all. <laughs> um, I mean, MMA, we got essentially a BTS concert for yep. 40 minutes. I think they both were about 30, 40 minutes. Were they? Roughly. I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I just I have to give a quick shout out to TXT. Mama, or not Mama, I'm sorry, MMA. They absolutely destroyed that performance Mm -hmm. for rookies to come out and give the performance to the scale that they did for that show. Mind blowing. It was great. I mean, it's also too, it's great to have fans of BTS be fans of TXT as well. And they're like our little babies, our little brothers. (laughs) And I mean, they are just the cutest things ever. So their music's great too. And Big Hit is doing such a great job with them and mm-hmm. getting them acclimated to the industry. Absolutely. And so for me, I think those were some of the highlights um, as far as shows. However, I do think, um, you know, let's start off with what we consider to be kind of the biggest snubs this year um, for for groups. So it's no, it's no surprise that Monsta X has had a really, really incredible year year, but also a really rough year (laughs) um they came out with you know a bunch of new stuff this year they've been making huge in the u.s you know they're making the circuit here um but we also suffered a huge loss on halloween on on halloween with wano abruptly leaving the group for unbound or what is it unfounded claims Mm -hmm. which mine it just it is If you're a Monmabe, it is a very, like, (laughs) aggravating topic to go into and a very upsetting topic to go into um, because there's no real reason for it. Um, But regardless with all of the craziness that went on this year, you know, they still had an incredible year musically. They came out with so much Mm -hmm. this year that, like, to not even be really recognized. I mean, they were awarded, you know, Worldwide Fan Choice Top 10. They were awarded World Performance both at uh, MAMA, but they didn't, they weren't even mentioned at the MMA, which 
it just felt like a huge I'm gonna say it, a huge slap to the face to them because they've worked so so hard this year mm -hmm. with everything that they've had to go through so for me that was one of the highlights of like biggest snubs of the year and also too with their performance I think they only got an intro in one song yeah. Even though they were one of the biggest groups there. Yeah. Which is very, very hard because all of the other groups who are brand new, they typically get the beginning of the yeah. award shows because of their curfew and all that. Absolutely. Um, but with Monster X being such a big group and being established, they yeah. should have definitely gotten more time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Although that intro was just... <laughs> Rap line. Whoa. Rap line out to get us all. <laughs> um, so absolutely, they should have had more airtime performance. They should have been mentioned more. And they, I think, you know, there's definitely things that I think they should have been, not, if not only nominated, but potentially won. Um, I think another one of like the established groups, which um, might cause controversy right now, and I'm so sorry, but I am both an army and a carrot. Um, and I truly believe that Seventeen deserves performers of the year as far as like performances goes, because um, if you just watch their performance, it is crazy how in sync they are to have 13 members to be yeah. perfectly in sync with even like the hand movements to the footwork. Like it is crazy. And it's not easy choreography either. They it's don't very do complex. easy. Yeah. So I personally think that Seventeen should have won performer performance of the year because it's also been a huge year for 17 mm -hmm. they have grown drastically to come from a small company and be like amongst the i believe they're in the top three groups this year yeah with they have XO, been. i think yeah I think, it, I think it's bts 17 and xo yeah and so i mean it's been a huge year for them mm -hmm. and i feel like they also deserved a little bit more and finally talking about more on the rookie side of things ats i mean i heard about ATs from here bits and pieces from like people who I knew were like BTS fans and stuff and they were talking about ATs um but it's a crazy to think that they actually just debuted end of 2018 which I just learned <laughs> <laughs> they right before just, we started this they episode. just debuted like a little bit over a year ago now and they've already had a debut and three other comebacks on top of it all I mean, and they've been in the U.S. for tours, I think, like, twice now, maybe, or all three times for each CD. Um, I think they've been here maybe twice, and they're okay. about to come back for this new album that they just dropped, which We're is going. the... <laughs> well, we might not be able to because it's the weekend oh, yeah. right after we come back from... So oh, we're actually yeah, going yeah. to Korea in April, which is really exciting. So unfortunately, that is, I'm really oh, yeah, bummed about not being yeah, able yeah, to yeah. go. Um, I really, really wish we could because, I mean, they're incredible live too. So it, it's going to be a bummer not to be able to see them. But um, yeah, they were definitely on my list of biggest snubs because they've worked hard this mm -hmm. year, like really hard. And it's not taking away from the fact that TXT also, you know, killed it this year. They had uh, their debut and then they had another comeback and they've been giving us amazing performances and storylines and um, music, but I just, I, and I love both groups. I kind of stand both groups, um, but you know, I, f I almost feel like A teased a little bit more. Yeah. And I also feel like ATs has a little bit of a different sound. I mean, they do have a different sound than TXT, obviously. Mm -hmm. So 
you got more of like the hard stands liking yep. ATs and you got people who like the rap and you like like the harsh beats and that's not for everybody. No. Yeah. And so I can I can <laughs> see why. Yeah, and I can see why they've had some struggles especially in the US market trying to get into that type of um that type of realm being a bigger artist here yeah. and, and everything Absolutely. else. So um that's definitely something that you know they're going to be more prevalent next year, I think. Yeah. Um and you know with with their comeback that they just had and that they're going through now I think it's just going to be great for them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I expect great things coming AT's way. I'm really excited what they come up with. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is just year <clears throat> 1, I don't think we're ready yeah, for the no, next few we're years. Not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, really excited about that, but let's move on to talk about the biggest wins of the year. So, Nikki, what do you have for us on that? So, obviously, it was BTS's year. Uh, <laughs> no surprise <here. laughs> No surprise whatsoever. Um, especially at Melon, they swept all four day sings, which are grand prizes of the night, for Artist of the Year, Record of the Year, Album of the Year with Map of the Soul Persona, and Song of the Year with Boy With Love. And at MAMA, they won nine awards, which included all four Daysang awards. Um, and it was the first time in history of MAMA for one act to win all of the trophies. Um, and this gave them a Daysang all kill, which was awesome. Very, very excited. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and also to note, 17, GOT7, TXT, and Monster X all received awards as well. Um, and then in 2020, I really don't see it changing too much um, mm-hmm. with the new album coming out yeah whenever it decides to drop maybe um, february everyone maybe february january who knows um bts loves to be sneaky about it but i i hope that you know with 2020 everyone starts you know making music the right way mm-hmm. like jin said in his speech um and you know with billboard's new rating system regarding bundles you know yeah, i, I feel true. like it will also hopefully help in the appropriate way yeah yeah I mean, yeah, it's no surprise. Every time I feel like I saw BTS was up for an award, I was just like, BTS won. Shocking. (laughs) Um, Which is great because I know they've worked so hard and they've had so many setbacks throughout the career. And to finally now, like, you know, 2018 was the, I think that was the ramp up, you know, the like Mm -hmm. to the hugeness that they are now. And then, yeah, I mean, we're not even going to touch on the Grammys because that's a very sort subject for armies. (laughs) And... Um, they don't need a Grammy to know that they are amazing. Yeah. So yeah, and for in the me, words of Drake, yeah, <laughs> true, absolutely. <laughs> um, and I think like for us being multi fans, you know, it it is a very particularly. I feel like it's a hard time of year because you want all of your groups to succeed and yeah. you want all of your groups to get the recognition that you feel that they deserve because you support them and you love them and you love what they do. Um, but I think more and more as I start growing my group number um i start to realize that really the the win isn't necessarily the award shows you no. know the wins is the fans being there the the concerts being the, sold out and yeah, yeah like getting bigger venues and being yeah. able to be successful in that way and just knowing that like no matter what you put out you have people who support you i feel like that has now for me mm-hmm. been the biggest wins for the groups and so in my mind it's kind of become like everyone's been a winner because i've seen all of Mm -hmm. my groups progressively get bigger and better and more recognized just by public in general yeah and they're also reaching such a wider audience with k-pop now too because 
everyone's kind of getting into it. They're interested about it. They're wondering mm-hmm. who that guy is with the pink hair, who is on TV right now because they're on all of the U.S. award shows yes. or they're on, like, TV shows with, like, Ellen or, The you ultimate know, Jimmy, question. I just want to know their names. And which was my problem, <laughs> to be completely honest, originally, um, especially with Seventeen. There's a million of them. Um, (laughs) So that was the biggest joke when I decided to start standing 17 because I literally had no idea who the hell they all were. (laughs) I knew like three and I still have trouble today, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, So moving on from the award shows to the the debuts, debuts, I'm sorry, the debuts (laughs) of 2019. Um, so first on the list, I've included uh, 80s because they were at the very end of 2018. And as we saw, they were nominated for like Rookie of the Year and things like that. So I felt like including them there. We've kind of, you know, we've talked about them. They've had an incredible year this year. They've been so successful. And I feel like for them, the biggest thing has been just fans spreading the word. Mm-hmm. Because that is how I heard about ATs and like people that I knew being like, oh man, you really need to hear, like, listen to ATs. You're going to love them. It took me a few tries listening to Wonderland, to be honest. Because I didn't like it at first. And I'm a big fan of the hard, hard beats and the rap lines and all that. So it was really hard for me to get into it. But once I started listening to it a few times, you know, it caught on and I was like, this is catchy. Yeah. Okay, great. And then I like kind of started listening to the rest of the CD after that. Yeah. And we both feel like we have uh, our good friend, uh, Anna, to blame for it. Yes. Because she started yes. playing ATs relentlessly until we finally were like, fine. <laughs> and it's the same way I got into Seventeen. Yep. She was like playing it. She was like, let me just show you the song. And I'm like, no. And she was like, played it anyways. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to like a group with so many members. <laughs> and then I fell down the black hole and now they're like one of my alt groups and I absolutely adore them. So... Wouldn't change that for the world. Um, another group that debuted this year is actually a group that Nikki's into, um, which she can talk about, which is AB6. Yes, I like AB6. I don't know who the members are yet. Yeah. <laughs> Fairly but I lo- recent. But I love their, I love their music. I, I think that their new album is great. And, you know, they do have the, a rapper that is very, very good. Yes. They And their vocals are amazing. And so I'm, you know, starting to learn about them right yeah. now. Um, and I, I think that they... To are- be fair, they just debuted in October. Like, we're in December, so they've only I, been around yeah, for two months. Yeah, and I feel months. like they're going to come to the U.S. at some point soon. I just Probably. don't know when. And I've heard their name. I don't know. It's not just from you, but, like, from other people, mm-hmm. too. So it's like, you know, they're, they're also word of mouth spreading yeah. around. So that's pretty exciting. Um, another debut from this year was uh, actually a subunit, uh, an EXO subunit. Chenyal and Sihun. Um, Chenyal is my bias in EXO and so I was really excited to see him do something separately um with another with a fellow member and um they actually as far as like subunits go they just hit the charts like Mm -hmm. really well you know they topped it off really I can't remember what it was but I think I saw them at some point being like in the top 10 and like for a subunit it's huge because you're Mm -hmm. competing with actual like you know the whole group and stuff so they did really, really well. And so that debut was in July. Um, in March was another subunit from one of my groups, also including my bias. <laughs> I guess this year was just a year for Vicky's biases to just come at me and like, you know. Um, so that was just two uh, from GOT7, which is a subunit made up of JB and Yugyum. 
And honestly, I absolutely loved this album because it was very funky and very artsy and very, very beautifully visually. And the sound um, is very easy to listen to. Um, so that, that was a really exciting debut for me. And then the highly anticipated, you know, in October, the Avengers of K-pop in the U.S., which, you know, came at us with, yes, Everything. exciting, and also, like, people were like, is this a joke? Like, what is happening right now? And they, and, they were really focused on U.S. Yes, charts and U.S., yes. um, you know, just being here. Yes. And I know that they did a live on, um, I forget, forget which day it was, but they were... In LA, I think it was like a Tuesday at Capitol Records, and yeah. they did like it was like a week. They basically performed their entire con- like their entire CD, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because um, it's it not was, a big CD. No, and I mean it was great because you just got to see like their music video about eight hundred times on the live, and then yes. they actually sang the song too. Yes, and it was cool because they had a lot of people there. Everyone had. You know, every single group that was represented in Super yeah. M, they all had their own light sticks from those yep. groups on top of the one for Super M itself. Yeah. So it was I was cool. going to say, like, if you don't know who we're talking about by now, <clears throat> you've been living on a rock, but we are talking about Super M, which a lot of people don't like the name. <laughs> I don't particularly know how I feel about it. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, people have made jokes on the names and that's, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, um, but like for me, when, when I heard about this, I was so so excited because literally all of the members in it are from every group that I stand. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have EXO represented, you have NCT Shiny. in every capacity, Shiny. you know, and you have uh, Shiny being represented as well. And I believe that's every group that's represented because it's 127 and uh, Wavy that have yeah. uh, members being part of it. And all of these were like, you know, amaz- they're amazing artists. And so I was very excited for it. When the CD came out, Again, I have a hard time with like really hard beats. Um, so for me, it, it wasn't something that I absolutely loved at first listen. I've gotten more into it as I've gone on, but it's not particularly something that I've been super like, oh my man, like I need to have this CD kind of thing. Um, but it's good, you know, and but they're definitely a performance team, I feel like. Oh, 100%. 100%. If you watched, you know, the, the choreography and the dancing, I mean, they have 10. They have Kai, which are two incredible performers mm-hmm. and dancers. And so, and Taman, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, crazy, crazy good group of people put together. Um, so I'm excited to see what else happens. Uh, unfortunately, we were not able to go to the concert either. No. Because the closest one to us is in New York, and it was in the middle of the week, and we... I mean, if it was on a Saturday, you know we would have been there. Absolutely, yeah. We would have been there, 100%. But unfortunately, with it being weekday, it's really hard for us to kind of go to that. Um, Moving on along to a group we've mentioned before, you know... TXT. uh, Our little babies, TXT. Yeah, Um, they came out in March with their um, highly anticipated album, and as as I said before, you know, they're BTS' little brothers. Um... I really wasn't into the whole cutesy yeah. thing at first because I that's not what I like, especially with K-pop. You um, can see there's definitely a difference yeah. here on taste. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really cute and it was enjoyable, but I mean, it was just not my not my cup of tea, to be honest. Um, I did like Crown, but that was one of the only songs I like in the album. Right. But their new album, oh my god, I am obsessed with it. You so can listen good. to the whole thing from start to finish. It's yeah, amazing. It's really, really good. It's amazing. Um, 
And so another group that actually caught me by surprise that debuted this year, <laughs> I hadn't realized it was this year. I thought they'd been around a little bit longer, which is Way V, which is technically a subunit of NCT. Um, and I don't really know if they're C-pop, so if they're Chinese pop because they sing in Chinese or if they're considered K-pop because they're part of the NCT. K-pop group, yeah. So I, I don't really know where it stands. Maybe it's both. Maybe yeah. it's just... Hey, it works. It's still good music. It's awesome. But they have come out with incredible songs, you know, And recently, take off, a, yeah. And, and um, love, was it Love Talk? <clears throat> yes, Love yeah. Talk. Oh, Which is all in oh. English. Love Talk. <laughs> Which was a surprise and a half when I saw the music video. If Thank you, you haven't seen the music video <laughs> for Love Talk by Way V, go watch it. You're welcome ahead of time. And... So this year not only brought new groups, but it also brought a couple of solo debuts, which were really, really exciting. Like Baekhyun in July with City Lights. Yes. I personally tried to listen to it, and then I was like, I don't know if I really like it. <laughs> I don't know, Baekhyun, blah, 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 like all this whole entire thing. Vicky still laughs at me about this, but <laughs> now he's like one of my biases, and I absolutely love him. His CD is so good. And it's just, like, so raw, and his voice is beautiful. So yeah. definitely go check out City Lights. It's amazing. And I think he won an award also. I think it was at Mama. Yeah, for yeah. solo. For solo, year. yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> which is crazy because mm-hmm. he just came out with that. It's his first album. So good. Um, but, yeah, we, we highly recommend it. Um, and don't worry, we're spewing a lot of information at you. We are more than happy to put all of this list on um, our social medias. We will link it all you know, in the description, we'll have all of that for you guys. Um, and another solo debut this year was another, a fellow member from, uh, EXO Chen, which, um, if, if you haven't heard what angels sing like, listen to Chen. <laughs> I feel like that's what angels sound like. Um, his, his whole, he's actually come out now with two albums this year, which is crazy. Um, and cause he debuted solo, uh, in April and it's really special that he debuted this year because I, I, I know I read online a little a few times how scared he was actually to come out solo because mm-hmm. he thought people weren't going to think that he's good enough, which is crazy and because sad, if, you see, yeah. if you hear his vocal range and like his voice, you know, it's just so gorgeous that it blows my mind that he doesn't think of himself that highly. Mm-hmm. And actually, I mean, DK suffers from the same thing from 17. Mm-hmm. He doesn't necessarily think he's that great yeah. either, which is... Honey, if I had, like, 1% of your <laughs> talent, I would be trying to be a pop star. Like, this is crazy to me that they don't see that. But if you love ballad more, you know, softer music, go listen to Chen. Again, this is what angels probably sound like. Um, and then we'll quickly go over, because we both don't really know much about these two other solo debuts, but Hwasa from Mamamoo came out with a... I believe it's a single. I'm not sure if she came out with a whole new album. I mean, I'm not sure either, um, but... But I know she came out with a new single, and there was a whole music fire. video, she and she is incredible. Fire. So, you know, <clears throat> props to her. I'm really looking forward to seeing what, you know, what she comes out with. And then while we were watching um, MMA, we mm-hmm. got to see uh, Kang Daniel perform, and it was really enjoyable. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. You know, it's really nice to look at too. Yeah, <laughs> not too bad <laughs> to look at. Um, and so he came out with a new album, I guess, in July. And so I'm, I like I said, I don't know much about it. Um, excited to kind of go into it. Or, sorry, go listen to his new album. And so 
Next, we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about comebacks this year, mm-hmm. and because there were so many, and it could just be because we have a million groups, and so now we have to follow like so many comebacks. Um, I figured it would be kind of fun for us to go through the comebacks and just pick one word that we would like that we each would like to associate with this particular comeback. And if a group has had more than one comeback, we'll go through the different uh, comebacks and give you again one word to describe um, their comeback. And please feel free if you have other words that you would have liked to use. Put it in, uh, let us know on our uh, Twitter or Instagram. So let's start off, and I believe, no, it's not alphabetical. (laughs) Um, So let's go first with a group we've talked extensively about today, Um, ATs. Fire. Like, I, (laughs) that's literally the word I was going to use, too. Like, I, that's like their, their Wonderland song, like their music video. It was just fire, and they kind of just came at you. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Like with their military style and everything else. Yeah. So definitely yeah. fire. Um, so, okay, I'll pick a different word then. Um, <laughs> I'm, I have two songs particularly that I really love from them. Uh, and it actually is their second album. So I'm going to say Wave. I love Wave. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of where put them on the map as potentially being able to do it's more such a than fun just song too. Yeah. So wave is what I pick for their their comeback. Um moving on to Astro, um, who we kind of like have a foot in, foot out on Astro <laughs> right now. Um personally like uh, we have another friend who her and I are obsessed with Chaon Wu because that's the first K drama we watched was uh, Gangnam ID. So we have a special little place in our heart for him. But, um, okay, so let's do uh, All Night. Cutesy. I was going to say beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was cutesy. But, I mean, I like the, I love the album. The album's really good. Yeah. And then with Blue Flame, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if I can pick a word for that because the music video is so dope so dope it's so maybe dope is your word it might be dope because it was just like or shocking it might be shocking because the lack of clothing on moonbin and yeah that's why my uh, word is deadly (laughs) if you haven't seen it yet uh disclaimer moonbin does show up shirtless yes be prepared for that and their outfits are amazing um okay so moving on (laughs) to 17 17 had you made my dawn don't know that album do i you do <laughs> i don't really know oh, off the top of my Nikki. head i know off the top of my head i can't even give you a word because okay um yeah. i'll give you one warm that's the one that has home and chili mm-hmm. and it's very like warm warm fuzzy feelings inside yeah from it. <laughs> it's the know. brown album if you know if you're good with images it's the brown one okay is don't want to cry on that one Okay, then I don't know. <laughs> okay, moving on to an ode. Fear. It's just that song is just amazing. And that was really my first comeback kind of with 17. Yeah, too. me too. So, I mean, uh, I think I switched my bias like three times already. <laughs> um, but, yeah, fear. Because I, I feel like they were fearless with it in yeah. a sense. Because they 
came out with something that's different than what, what they're used what to, they're used to and what they've come out with before. Yeah. And it was darker. Which I, I like. S- I yeah. really like the dark stuff, let me tell you. Um, and funny enough, I'm into more of the softer things. <laughs> Shocking. Um, so for me, I, the word I'll pick there is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but intense in a very good way, I think. Um, okay, Monster X. Uh, take two, we are here. We actually got to go see them, mm. which was yeah. amazing. Um, but just power. Like, powerful. I was going to say hype. So Like, very yeah. powerful. Um, I mean, their show was amazing with all seven members. Um, but, Always. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, you know, we had Find You come out in October, which was very painful. That's the word I would have picked, too. Yeah. I mean, it's beautifully it's, painful in a way that, like, the album is just, gorgeous, but it was sad. such a hard time it's for sad. us. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Very sad. We're going to quickly skip that yeah. uh, into uh, Taman coming out with Want. And I'm just going to say my word, sexy as hell, and I'm going to make it into one word. I'm with you. Yeah. Sexy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the fence woo. about Taman, as you know, just because it's not really, like, my cup of tea, but he's, yeah. great. he's a great performer. He knows what he's doing on stage, and his Absolutely. music is very good. Yeah, so keeping within the shiny family, um, we have Minho right before going into the military. Very sad. We miss you, Minho. Um, he came out with that uh, a solo song called I'm Home. I don't even think I've heard it. Um, it's the music video with his short hair and like a suit and glasses. I'm sure you sent it to me. but I, Yes, I have. I, um, <laughs> uh, I would say comforting. Like the sound mm-hmm. of it is very comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about, you know, finding a home in Mm -hmm. someone else is kind of what I took away from it. Um, Also in the shiny family, um, another one who we have lost to the military this year, but next year they'll be back. I'm so excited. Um, Key came out with I want to be, which is a very funky, funky sound. And I love it. I don't think I've heard that one either. (laughs) Don't worry guys. I'll get her up to speed. Um, so we, we also have, um, Just Two, which we've spoken about, and they came out with their debut album, Focus. Thoughts? I don't think I... <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just gonna speak yeah, on it. Yeah, she can just do the, um, these couple ones. I will say Artsy. It's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly enjoyed it. So then we also have VAV, who we, I feel like we also kind of have a foot in, foot out with yeah, them. Yeah, we just kind of got into them, and, because I saw Poison, the yeah. music video, and it was amazing. Yeah, so that Again, the darker concept, so yeah. it's, it's fun, and I, I feel like with VAB, too, with their, or VAV, like, with their fandom name, The Vamps, I feel like it's very dark anyway. Yeah. And their concept is fun. Yeah. But in a dark way. Yeah, so they've had three comes back, three comebacks this year. They've had Thrilla Killa, Give Me More, which is actually just a single. Um, it's more Spanish. Yeah, very Latin flavors yeah, to it. Yeah. Very fun. Um, and Poison, which again also dark concept. Um, so maybe I think I'll just say Thrilla Killa and Poison Dark and Give Me More. Flavor. Summer. Summer. Yeah. It's just summer. I mean, I can literally sit on the beach and listen to that song with yeah. a drink in hand and be fine. Yes. 
I mean, this next one we could totally have an entire episode on. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's BTS, and they came out with Mapless Soul Persona in April. Mm-hmm. And it was just unexpected. Yeah. I think. I, I think that's my word, unexpected. And I'll go with introspective. Mm-hmm. Um, because they've, this whole con- new concept, you know, deals more with um, internally analyzing yourself. And it was the end of the love yourself, love yourself era too. So it, yeah. you know, it, nice it helped me big time. And I mean, that's like the whole reason why I got into K-pop and started liking BTS. It just, it really helps you. Yeah. It's healing. Just like, Absolutely. just like big hit once that that's their whole motto. It's like the music for healing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so next we have, uh, super junior, which is actually one of my groups, not necessarily one of Nikki's groups. Nope. Um, but super junior, uh, subunit d which is Donge and Onyuk, came out with a new album, Danger, um, which actually you would really like the Danger album. It's very uh, harsh beats and mm-hmm. like dark concepts. I'll so, listen to it. Real, real good if you like that. Um, Yisung, one of the other members, came out with an album as well called Pink Magic, and it's fun. It's fluffy it's light it's very very good and i absolutely love listening to his voice anyway so for me it was it was an easy easy listen um and then super junior as a whole came out with a new album called time slip over in october and um interesting is the word i'll use (laughs) because super junior has been around for so many years that they've done so many different sounds as well um they always mostly stick to pop sounds mm-hmm. um with an occasional like rockish i feel like sound sometimes um but this one has a little taste of a lot of different things mm-hmm. so it was really exciting um so i, I did will... try to get into them but i just it didn't happen yeah and that's fine you know <laughs> you're not gonna get into every group yeah. that's the other thing is like you know to each their own that's why it's so great mm-hmm. that in the k-pop world you have so many different types of groups because um it's there's something for everyone, which is why I love K-pop so much. Mm-hmm. Is because they're so diverse. Um, so then we also got re- very recently uh, into Ace. So we actually didn't get to participate in their comebacks this year, which is very sad. Especially now that we completely adore them. <laughs> um, but they had two comebacks this year. They had Undercover in May and Undercover the Mad Squad in October interesting i think is the word i have for them because their savage video is just wild. all over the place but that's I, my word for them wild <laughs> but i've been listening to ace like kind of like i've been listening to ab6 too because i like the music yeah and i didn't even know what they looked like didn't know who they were You're didn't welcome. have their names or anything like that but their music just like hit me like star yeah oh my god it's it's the song for the fans but it's just it's so good yeah it's not on that album i think they just put it out as a single but yeah, I mean, they're they're really good. Yeah, they're really and they do busking like randomly for free, mm-hmm. like on the street. They just did it's one nuts. in New York. We it's just nuts. miss it. It's very sad. I don't want to talk about it. But a lot of times, actually, for these groups, um, I kind of rope Nicole Nikki in into like um, <laughs> if I get into a group. Sometimes yeah. she'll actually be listening to them before, but she won't know what they look like. And then I, she's very... like my K-pop like encyclopedia, honestly. Yes. I, yeah, I ask her a question, she can give me an answer in like five minutes <laughs> or less. If I don't know it, I can go find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so then GOT7 this year had actually two comebacks, which is pretty crazy. Um, and it kind of, wow, when I'm looking at the dates, it feels like it was much closer together. Mm -hmm. um, so in May, they came out with Spinning Top. And then just now in November, they came out with Call My Name. I actually got to go see Spinning Top Tour, which was so much fun. They're so fun to watch. Um, and the album itself is very, I feel like, different than what they've done in the past mm -hmm. as well. And I feel like Call My Name is kind of a segue. Um, it's like a continuation of Spinning Top, I felt like. Um, so I really enjoyed the album, but I would say that sometimes it almost kind of felt like it was way too similar to what they just did. Mm -hmm. And maybe that is what they were going for. I'm not sure. But both of them really enjoyable, really fun to listen to. Um, so, yes. Jackson's my word for those two <laughs> Jackson Wang. JB, that's man. It, man, that's it. <laughs> um, and then moving on to potentially the biggest group that we might stand. I mean, I'm all inclusively. Fully, I'm not fully, fully, fully into NCT. I like I okay. like some songs. Okay. I like Taeyong. Um, <laughs> Surprise. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's, they just have too much going on. Yeah. Too much going on. So, every unit actually had something this year, mm -hmm. which is crazy. So, um, if you are in America, you have seen a lot of 127 lately. Like, they've done, I believe, two tours this mm -hmm. year or something crazy like that. They've done multiple TV shows. They just did the Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm -hmm. the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, they performed on uh, Good Morning America? I think so, yeah. GMA, I think. Um, and they came out with We Are Superhuman. Um, I actually got to see them. I didn't see them on tour because I got into them too late. I miss the, I keep missing tours by like literally <laughs> weeks, like a week or two. Um, but I did get to go see them at uh, Global Citizen, which was a crazy experience. Maybe I'll leave it for another podcast day. <laughs> um, but... Uh, we Are Superhuman is, I would even say futuristic, is how I would describe that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I listened to the whole CD. I probably listened yeah. to a couple couple songs, so I can't really give you an accurate word. Okay. But, I mean, I'm, I am listening to them a little bit more than I used to. Yeah. Um, we also have Dream, who come out with We Boom in July. <sighs> They're problem children for me because Maybe. they're so much younger. But We Boom <laughs> is such a bop. If you haven't listened to it, go listen. It's really fun to like listen to and dance to. Um, NCTU actually just dropped a new Was song last week on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, we are recording this on a Sunday, and they were they dropped it on Friday. Um, Coming home, which is the only word I can describe it, is winter. Like, it's very mm -hmm. warm, and it's very, like, it feels like you have, a, a like, a fireplace mm -hmm. on um, kind of mood. And then, as we've spoken before, uh, Wavy came out with uh, Take Over the Moon, their album, which I haven't listened to the whole album just quite yet, but um, everything I've heard so far from them, I absolutely love. So I'm Yeah, really I have, like, three or four songs of theirs on my mm -hmm. daily playlist, but... Um, <laughs> I mean, the songs that I have heard, they're just sexy. Like, I mean, yeah. it's all in Chinese, but it's, like, it's fine. Like, I understand, like... You get the, the mood. Yeah, you get the mood, you get the yeah. message, and it's it's just awesome. It's awesome. And then we have TXT on our list, but I feel like we've talked about them a lot. 
today. Um, and then The Rose. That's actually a band, um, and I'm really into them. I don't think Nikki is quite into them yet. Not but yet. Nope. There's always hope, guys. There's always <laughs> hope. Um, and in August, they dropped a new album called Red, and the only thing I can use to describe it is colorful. It is so fun. It is so um, just, it's perfect for that kind of time of year that it came out, which is, you know, end of summer kind of feeling um it's really really good i absolutely love the rose and the sound and the group members are so chill um so really excited to see what they come up with next um exo <laughs> it required a deep breath because um uh, now in november and you know what i'm just gonna let nikki take this one yeah um obsession is hard it's dark and it's sexy as all hell i mean i listened to the first two songs and i had them both on repeat <laughs> obsession and trouble awesome songs listen to them they're awesome um but yeah i mean it's just different than what i've heard exo do yeah and i feel like all of my groups that i now stand they're kind of going dark for me on purpose because now i can start yes. really listen to them getting into them and i mean i like the other exo songs too yeah but- yeah, no yeah. bacon and oh my god, the vocals. So yeah, good. and then we also have on the list that Chen not only debuted this year, but this man was busy this year because he came out with a second album already. Um, and the word I'll use is ballads. Um, mm-hmm. he's very ballady. It's very beautiful. Um, if you just need something to listen to to like calm your spirits, um, go listen to Chen. It's fantastic. And then two, (laughs) we have two left on our list and um, I will leave the next one for last um, because we have a lot to talk about on that one. Yes, we do. But um, I will mention Huta, who, if you guys don't know who that is, that is the stage name, uh, the solo name for Lee Minhyuk from B2B, which is Born to Beat. Um, And... He actually also went into military this year, very sadly, but right before he did, he dropped us an album in January um, called Huta Zone, and it is amazing. There's literally everything in that album. You know, the title song, Ya, is actually the song I choose for our squat challenge Mm -hmm. um, because it has a perfect beat to, like, do that to, um, and it's just so fun. And if you haven't seen the music video, what are you doing? He, I don't know. <laughs> you have. You've seen the music video. I've shown it to you. It's the one where he's in a red suit with just the blazer. And then there's just like ab central. I feel like you send me like 800 videos a day. So yes, I can't that is accurate. Them all. But um, if you haven't seen the music video, guys, go see it. It is Ya by Huta. And trust me, I, you won't regret it. And then last on our list, um, our boy... Eric Nam, <laughs> he dropped his very first full English album, and it is incredible. I cannot stress enough how amazing this album is. For me personally, this album felt like he knew me and he wrote this just for me because the amount of times that I found myself listening to the songs and just being like, how did he know this about me? Like, it is incredible. It is so heart touching like it's just for me it was probably one of the highlights of this year for me was before we begin by eric nam it is incredible if you don't know eric nam he is a solo artist 
Um, he is, oh, I could, I could do an entire podcast <laughs> just talking about I think his you music, his, I think you his voice, um, his, like, you know, his personality. He's an MC in a lot of shows. So you probably have seen him if you watch um, After School Club. He used to be a MC there a long time ago, um, a few years now. And um, he is everywhere. I To people who are not into K-pop, I kind of describe him like this is like kind of like the Ryan Seacrest of Korea. Like he is everywhere, yeah. except he has incredible musical talent mm-hmm. to top it all off. So in his CD, if you listen to Love Diane, go get some tissues because yes. you're literally going <laughs> to cry. I was sitting at my desk at work crying, <laughs> listening to it when it came out. Yeah. And then Congratulations is such a good song. The music video is great. And it's kind of like one of those breakup songs it's in a, a great nice way, song. but it's in such a nice way. But congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You're See leaving. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, which is very interesting to have such like a, a breakup song in such a positive and like mm-hmm. upbeat You don't normally sound. get that. Yeah. Um, you don't normally get that. And so I highly recommend it. And now we've been babbling on for almost an hour. And as we told you guys, our episodes are never going to be really this long unless it's a special or something that we feel like we need to talk at length for. Um, So we will quickly wrap this up with uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've listened to it this long. Thank you. Um, We appreciate it. (laughs) We may have babbled on a bit, but we hope that while we were talking, you were talking alone in your car as well. If you're listening to this or, you know, talking to the air, it's cool. We all do it. We yeah. listen to K-pop. You know, we, we listen to podcasts and talk along to them. But we hope you really enjoyed it. And we hope that, you know, you found some things in common or, you know, you've disagreed. Because we love when people disagree with things as well. Yes, yeah, so we can have a healthy conversation. Absolutely. And, and kind of get the, you know, just get us all talking together. And yeah. also to make sure that you do follow us on our social media channels. We will put all the links up in our description and we will start, you know, blasting all of our information out there. So please follow us once we get everything up. Thanks guys. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.